DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News, is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. It's going to keep weapons and ammunition flowing without interruption to the brave Ukrainian fighters and continue delivering economic and humanitarian assistance to the Ukrainian people. President Biden announcing the $33 billion aid package for Ukraine, which includes $20 billion for military assistance and is now beginning to be taken up by Congress. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the latest proposal from the White House is more than twice the nearly $14 billion in aid that Congress approved in March. Still, it has bipartisan support, and so does the Lend-Lease legislation that was overwhelmingly approved by the House. South Carolina Republican Joe Wilson says Russia's terrible attacks on Ukraine have brought lawmakers together, at least on issues involving the war. It's absolutely amazing, the unintended consequence of Vladimir Putin, uh, war criminal Putin, that he's brought Democrats and Republicans together. He has united the people of the United States. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer agrees and says the unity extends beyond U.S. borders. Unified us as a NATO alliance, unified us as a European Union in the United States of America, unified us as a Congress, that this shall not stand. The Lend-Lease legislation passed by Congress harkens back to World War II, when the U.S. sought to cut through red tape to help get supplies to its allies, even though at that point the United States had not formally entered the war. Ironically, one of the beneficiaries of that legislation was the Soviet Union, which at the time was battling Nazi Germany. Now, Congress is preparing to take up the latest massive aid package for Ukraine, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wants lawmakers to move quickly. The fight is far from over, and we must make sure the Ukrainian people continue to have the help they need for as long as they need it. But while lawmakers from both sides of the aisle stand ready to approve more assistance for Ukraine, there are other issues that could slow it down. Congressional Republicans and some Democrats are upset with President Biden's plan to end Title 42, the Trump-era policy enacted earlier during the pandemic, which allows the U.S. to quickly turn away migrants at the southern border. Republicans like Texas Senator Ted Cruz say it's only going to make a terrible situation worse, and GOP senators want an amendment to halt the president's plan to get a vote. It is chaos. It is endangering the safety and security of Americans. This chaos is the result of political decisions made by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And looking at the chaos at the southern border, only this administration would decide it's not bad enough that we have the highest rate of illegal immigration in 61 years, 2 million people last year. It's not bad enough. They want to make it worse by rescinding the use of Title 42. While a federal judge has temporarily put the plan on hold, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas confirmed the administration is moving ahead with plans to end Title 42, though it's estimated it could contribute to up to 18,000 migrants a day coming to the border. Mayorkas defended the administration's planning, but came under withering questioning at House hearings, including from Louisiana Republican Clay Higgins. Anyone that has two brain cells that could perhaps bump into each other would know that it's abject failure down there. 
I ask you as a man, own this thing. Please feel my spirit and speak truthfully. Step away from your talking points and speak to the American people. We're losing our country down there. We need you to resign. Congressman, I couldn't disagree with you more when you state that our nation's sovereignty is disintegrating. Republicans have kept up a drumbeat of criticism related to the southern border, but the House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, has been weathering some issues of his own, following the release of audio that indicated he was considering asking former President Trump to resign after the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. He was asked about that while visiting the border with GOP lawmakers. That I asked President Trump to resign. No, I never did. If you're asking now, did I tell my members that we're going to ask ask them if I told any of them that I said President Trump? The answer is no. McCarthy later met with the Republican conference, and while there was some grumbling from its most conservative members, he received a standing ovation from the conference. With Republicans likely to retake the House, McCarthy remains on track to become the next House Speaker, but there are more politically choppy waters ahead. The chair of the January 6th House Select Committee, Benny Thompson, says the panel wants to interview McCarthy and some other GOP lawmakers, and the committee is gearing up for extensive public hearings in June. The panel says it plans to hold at least eight public hearings, which will cover extensive evidence and testimony from its investigation related to the insurrection. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi didn't want to answer questions about McCarthy at her Friday news conference, but did take a shot at how he and Republicans have dealt with issues related to January 6th. People have to make a judgment about how the Republicans in Congress make a hold their members accountable. And they can't say on one breath, I'm afraid that they're going to cause danger to other members and at the same time complained about my having magnetometers on the floor of the House. Additional metal detectors were installed in the wake of the invasion of the Capitol, which drew complaints from Republican lawmakers. So while providing help to Ukraine has provided some unifying moments in Congress, many sharp differences remain, especially during this midterm election year. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill.